everybody, and welcome back to the Reactionaries Podcast. My name is Jeff Crisco. I'm here with my co-host, as always, Joe Gruen. Joe, how are you doing today? Doing good. We managed to put this one even further under the wire than we did last week. <laughs> uh, so we're this one's getting to you guys late on Monday night because we are recording it at, let's see, it's 4.45 on Monday afternoon. Uh, Joe, Joe, Joe went out and got himself a job, and it messed up our schedule. Sure did. Sorry about that. It's really selfish, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So this week's movie is Hercules in New York. And if this is your first episode of the Reactionaries podcast, what we do is we watch bad action movies and then we discuss them and we give you all the plot points so that you don't have to watch them. We take on that um, problem for you. Although this one I would definitely watch. There's some just completely insane things in this that um, are pretty great. Jeff. This was a treat. It was a treat. I spent, this was I, a treat. I was really paranoid because the last movie I chose was The Assignment. Yes. And I was Disaster. Like, and that was just god awful. And this one, I was like, there's no action in this. There's no action in this. And then I realized there is action in it, but it's all backed by like Greek like string it, music. So it doesn't really hit as hard. It's Benny Hill action. <laughs> it's, it's really insane. Yeah. It just has this just like bling, 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 bling. Just like Greek lute or lyre music, you know, in the yes. background. So it really doesn't hit that hard. But I was like, there's no action in this movie. And I was like, well, no, he fights the guys on the ship for no reason. <laughs> he fights the guys on the dock. Yeah, he he fights, fights a bear. I was going to say, he fights an animal <laughs> to be discussed later. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I have a lot of problems with that part, too. Because that part, it was day, then it was night, then it was day, then it was night. I have theories on why that is, but okay. we'll get into that. That's great. So um, this is our last movie. I'll say it up at the top, and then I'll say it at the bottom, too, of the episode. This is our last movie before theme months start. September, October, November, December, January, February, and March. All yes! Scenes. We are starting this off with Seagal September. So coming up in September, we're going to have four Steven Seagal movies for you, coming in order chronologically. We got 1996's Glimmer Man, 2001's Ticker, which actually looked like they tried to make it a good movie because it's got like Dennis Hopper. It's got some people in it. Got some people. Um, Flight of Fury, which is from 2007 and features Banana Stan. Bonanza Stan. We could. We'll, we'll get it. Bonanza Stan. <laughs> we got a month. And, and 2019's Beyond the Law starring Steven Seagal and DMX. No, there's not a second DMX. It's the same one you know about. Correct. And then he transitions us into our Halloween month with Against the Dark, where he fights zombies with a sword. Yes. Seagal September, baby. Seagal's taking next. over the podcast. You guys show up, and he'll be there. <laughs> He's going to host the episode next week. We're going <laughs> to kick back. If we gave him enough money, he probably would. Surprisingly cheap. <laughs> yeah. Did not Surprisingly gettable. His cameo is just like, best offer. <laughs> Oh, all right, Joe, are you ready for 1970s Hercules in New York? Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's first movie. And Joe, are you ready for the alternate title to this movie? Yes. Hercules goes bananas. No. In some markets, this was titled Hercules goes bananas. Why? It makes you really feel like you went to the jungle and there's going to be some sort of apes. I mean, there is an ape, but there's no bananas. Is there an ape in this movie? 
Oh, that's it was the bear. I kept thinking the bear, bear was. A, I kept thinking the bear was a gorilla. <laughs> I had the exact same problem because he walked like a gorilla on his palms yeah. at a certain point. I was like, is Amy in this movie? Be great. <laughs> Be a better actor than Arnold in this movie. <laughs> All right, Joe. Let's let's get into uh, Hercules Goes Bananas. Let's dive right in. Made in 1969, directed mm-hmm. by one Arthur Allen Seidelman. And let me say, I got a problem with this guy. I might have to revoke his Jew card after this. Yeah, there's oh, there's apparently like crypto Nazism in this movie. Quite a bit going on, which I will explain. <laughs> uh, I have experience in this field. Uh, budget is 300k. Box office not applicable. Not a surprise. But. The rights to the movie were sold on eBay for over half a million dollars in the mid-2000s. Yes. Must have been from somebody who just thought they were getting in. That, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger stock was going to just keep going up. Or it was some tech nerd who had more money than sense and wanted to own Arnold Schwarzenegger's first movie. Could be. Speaking of which, Joe, do you know how Arnold Schwarzenegger got the into being this movie? Got to be, got to be in this movie. I can say words. Uh, he was super strong and his, his agent, they asked his agent if he had a lot of stage experience and he said, yes. And then he, and then they saw him acting and stuff. They're like, what kind of stage experience does he have? And the agent was like, well, you didn't say acting stage. He has been on the lifting stage a lot. That's right. Which if I have an agent, I want that agent. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, does he have a lot of staging experience? Yeah, sure. He did a play in sixth grade once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's like, you know, does he have uh, does he have a lot of uh, experience producing? And it's like, yeah, it's like, well, what does he produce? You know, I mean, reports for his job, you know. <laughs> when people ask for things, he gets them, he produces them. You know, he does a lot of production. He produces a solid shit two times a day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe. So let's get into Hercules in New York, when oh. myth and history merged into mystery. Yes, <laughs> you're, you're you're jumping ahead here. That is a great line. Um, that's just fantastic. Do you think that's true? When myth and history merges into mystery, that that's where mystery comes from. That's I, I want to believe that, and I want to say that um, as a history major, it's true, Joe. Okay, on the Got first it. on the first day of my first class, he wrote myth. And history plus history <laughs> equals mystery question mark. Can't argue with that. That's from a UCSB professor. Um, okay. Narrator says far in the dim past. Wait, 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 wait. Is this right? Far in the distant past. Where, when yes, no. history emerged into. For a second, I thought I was doing the trailer. because <laughs> It starts exactly the same. It's exactly the same. Okay. Far in the dim past, when myth and history merged into mystery, and the gods of fable and the primitive beliefs of men dwelt upon ancient Mount Olympus in antique Greece, a legendary hero walked godlike upon the earth. Sometimes. Hercules and Zeus are arguing, and Hercules wants to go to earth. That's and just browse around. That was he said. I just want to browse around. Like he's going to Barnes and Noble. He wants to take break. the year off before he goes to goes to college. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna have a gap year. Yes. Uh, then we get our title right away. Hercules in New York, starring Arnold Stang and Arnold Strong, whoever the hell they are. 
Arnold Strong is how they credited Arnold Schwarzenegger in this. Who is Arnold Stang? That's Pretzi. Oh, that's Pretzi. I'll be that's damned. That's Pretzi. Yeah, Pretzi's Arnold Stang. And this movie is weird because it has the credits first. So, so you, you have this opening scene with like Zeus and Hercules and then probably, what, four minutes of credits where it's just a, a wide shot of them just walking around this like grassy temple area. Yeah, like a front lawn almost. <laughs> Well, this entire movie was shot... Well, like, 85% of this movie was shot in Central Park. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Obviously, with, for obvious... They do keep going back there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they always end up there. But, yeah, and, I mean, this is obviously part of Central Park. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I would not know, but, but I'll, I'll take your word. Um, so, interesting. So, they must have chosen this Arnold Stang guy to, like, create that vaudeville effect when they flashed up their names. Could, could have, yeah. Or that, yeah, it's possible they chose another Arnold because they were like, Arnold staying Arnold strong, let's do it. And that would have killed in the 30s. Oh, like man, a 30s I tell you. Oh, my God. The dames, they would have been all for it. They the would have been swooning. <laughs> the fellas would have called it the bees knees. Sure would have. Um, and Arnold Sang's character, uh, we'll get to his name later, I call him Woody Allen from the trailer, would have loved it because he is all about the 30s lingo. <laughs> this guy is... Yeah, Arnold came from ancient Greece. He came from about 30 years, 35 years before this movie was made. Correct, yeah, heart of uh, heart of New York. Um, so Venus is pleading with Zeus to forgive Hercules' insolence. Um, and Hercules snaps at her. And Zeus, yeah, Hercules snaps at her. I can't figure out why he's getting mad that she's defending him. Yeah, he says, mind your business, Venus, which really feels like an improv thing like i so if you didn't listen to the pre-action which is the last episode i had a theory that arnold is doing semi-scripted um comedy here Mm -hmm. like like your best in show sort of thing or like curb your enthusiasm is probably the biggest you know partial improv thing and then throughout the whole movie i'm like yeah it really feels like he's trying to do improv but just really bad at it yeah yeah for sure so zeus is like i will not be bearded to my face by this insolent young whelp. The hell is that supposed to mean, Jeff? <laughs> I know a whelp is like a like it's a term for like a young critter of some sort. I think. Yeah, it's it? like. Yeah. But I don't know what bearded to my face means. That's the one that got me. Like whelp, I kind of have a feel for what he's talking about. Bearded to my face. If you Google bearded to my face, the top result is a beard simulator, which I guess lets you upload your picture and see what you look like with beards. He has a beard, though. My guess is it's like uh, I'm not going to be big boyed by him is what my guess is. Could be that. Yeah. But bearded to my face has literally zero results. I just want to stress that. It was confusing. It didn't sound right. Um, So so then Zeus bitches about Hercules's mortal blood and his arrogance. Hercules says, nobody will stop me. And Zeus says, how dare you address such remarks to your father? Uh, and Hercules says, "Is easy. <laughs> Another improv line. Joe, we really just outed ourselves as just real plebs, real just like low status trash. Why? I guess bearded to my face is from uh, uh, Billy Shakespeare's Henry VI. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> We're the adults. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, this is an NPR. So... Is it just me, or did the director purposely surround Arnold with the wimpiest-looking guys? 
He All really these did. people are supposed to be gods, and none of them look like they can bench the bar. They all look like they go to the gym, but they just do cardio because they don't want to get too big. Or they hang out with like a power bar in the corner and like a bottle of water. And like, all right, I'm done. Yeah. Um, Zeus then throws a metal zigzag at Hercules and he explodes and goes to Earth. I told you, you were like, he throws it at something and it explodes. I was like, dude, it's Hercules. Hercules, Hercules. explodes. Yep. And we missed, there's absolutely insane eye makeup on the green lady, who I think is Venus. Nope, she, that is absolutely next. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Uh, but it's not Venus. Venus is the blonde uh, that shows up a few times. And uh, Venus and her friends plead with Zeus to bring him back. But the blue dressed lady has eye makeup that is insane. She's yeah. the third one that comes up, and it's like the triangle eye makeup. Like real, like Mimi Bobek meets uh, yes. Bryce Hunter vibes. Exactly. Bryce Harper, not Bryce Hunter. Bryce Harper vibes. Why did I say Bryce Harper? Harper. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he does the giant eye black, but it's like Mimi Bobek colors. Yes, like a teal almost. Yeah. Um, so then Zeus's response is, if I had known how much trouble it would be, it would cause me. I'd have thought twice when I met his mother on my vacation. Amazing. He's like regretting a vacation hookup. <laughs> and yeah. he makes this face. It's just like. <sighs> yeah. One, two, one, two tequilas <laughs> that night. Just regretting that moment over and yep. over again. Uh, Jeff, you remember that party game where people would tell one line of an ad lib story and then go around the room, yeah. right? Like making up story. That's how the script feels through five minutes. It really does. Uh, it's real just like, it's bad improv is what it feels like. Yes, that, that's a good way to put it. You're like, I was trying to put my finger on what, what it was, but yeah, bad improv. Mm -hmm. uh, Hercules scares slash arouses an old Jewish woman on a plane. Uh, yes, because he's falling through the sky. Yes, well, he's he's like flying next to the plane. He's like, yeah. you know, which is apparently how you get off of Mount Olympus because we see later in the movie. Well, only sometimes you get off of Mount Olympus that way. Sometimes you use a helicopter. Yeah, he <laughs> helicoptered in and then he flew out the window <laughs> to leave, which is very confusing. Um, uh, but you said that you think that this woman was uh, Pretzi's mom. I did. I have a new theory. Okay. Given the way she talks, I think this is Harvey Firestein's mom. Could be. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, my God. Ah, ah. Yeah. Uh, her friend gives her oxygen because clearly she can't breathe and discusses her mental illness with others on the plane. Like, that's a normal thing to do. Yeah, she's like, but her mental illness is getting way too worked up over Greek statues and then thinking they're real and flying next to the plane, which I don't yeah, know if that's in the DSM-5. Yeah, I don't think so. She's like, I never should have taken her to see those statues. This is yeah. this is my bad. Yeah, this, it's just a real wild situation there. Uh, so Venus, you know, back, back on Mount Olympus, Venus is still complaining to Zeus, and Juno supports this move to banish Hercules temporarily. Uh, Zeus, who sent Hercules away because he was annoying, now watches Hercules on his crystal ball. And gets mad because he's annoying. Yeah, it's like, you <laughs> sent him away because you don't want him around anymore, presumably, and now you're, like, obsessing over him. Like, he's like... I wonder what Hercules is doing right now. And the best part is they did the the cla they did the great thing that you do. Tell, don't show. 
Like they're That's like, right. look, he's falling. Oh, he fell in the water. Oh, what's is there a ship coming? Or is Hercules gonna be saved? And then it cuts to just like a shot of a ship, and then he's on it. He's on it. Yeah, they yeah. do a lot of they they work around in this movie. You'll find in very creative ways, uh, ways of not showing very expensive shots. Yeah. Uh, so Hercules apparently flew into the ocean like an idiot. Uh, <laughs> Zeus says it will take more than Neptune or any of his creatures to overcome a son of Zeus. Uh, how about some water in the lungs? Will that do it? Yeah, I think water in the lungs will help. Will help a lot. And I'm just going to say it right now so that we don't miss it. The names are a mess. We're not going to bother with it. Some are Greek, some are Roman. I don't care. There's only one name that I care about, and we'll get to it when it gets there, because it's not Greek or Roman, and I don't understand why it's there. Is it? Is it yeah, it's, okay. It's, it's, it's Samson. It's Samson. Oh, Samson. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. Samson shows up. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Zeus sends a boat to pick up his son. Uh, the captain is a stickler, though, on proper titles, demands that Hercules calls him sir. This is a uh, great scene, by the way. Okay, good. Maybe you can talk about it, because I feel like I don't talk about it enough. Okay, so it's it's Hercules. He's shirtless. He's toweling off, and he's in, like, a little engine room on... Let's be clear here. The boat is still in the dock in New York City, but he's in a little engine room, and um, he's, like, toweling off, and it's the captain and the crew, and they're trying to figure out who he is. And um, the captain's like, what were you doing out there? And he just goes, swimming. <laughs> where where did you come from i fell where did you fall from what ship ship and he says he he comes from greece or he says his name's hercules he says greek family very old and the guy says sir he goes sir he goes he's like uh no he says sir questioningly and hercules goes it's okay i'm democratic so hercules is thinking that the captain needs to call him sir because no man is superior to hercules and then the first ma- first mate, who we learn is car stairs, because I was like, what are car stairs? But it's because they're screaming car stairs later on in the movie. Oh, right, right, right. That's the guy's name. Okay. But he sl- slides over and is like, he has ocean madness. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I missed that. <laughs> he slides over and he's like, immersion in the water must have done a number on his head or something like oh, that. That's right. He says so he's, he's like, yeah, he's like, he's got ocean madness. Don't worry about it. And they're like, all right, now you're a part of the crew. Right, right, right. Um, I do like that the captain is as sick of seeing shirtless Arnold as I am and demands that the crew, like, dresses him immediately. Yeah, they're like, go find whatever clothes fit him. Yeah. um, Hercules also looks stoked when he hears he's headed for New York. Will be less stoked when he finds out that they'll be docking at Hunt's Point. Dude, I don't get it. That's a New York joke. It's one of the worst places in New York. (laughs) That's for all you New York listeners out there. I know nothing about New York. Uh, um, but yeah, he was freaking stoked. Like, he's awesome. all stoic the whole movie. And then they're, he's like, where are we going? And they're like, uh, New York City. He's like, all right. Like, he, yeah. <laughs> it's the only time he emotes in the whole movie. Um, Hercules is dressed, yet shirtless. <laughs> right, next scene. He's dressed. He's got pants. He's got the hat. The he's little got... Yep, he's got shoes and socks and the whole deal. They just missed this whole part. There's the no middle. shirt. There's just no shirt. No and shirt. this is, this happens a lot in this movie. Yes. Arnold just pops it off real quick. Uh, he fights these soldiers on the dock. Or no, sailors. Sorry. They're just random sailors that he's just fighting because he doesn't want to work, so they decide they're going to beat him up. 
Yeah, he doesn't want to pull his weight. He's kind of a dick in this movie. He's, I was thinking about it. I was like, Hercules really sucks, but at the same time, like, this ship, ship captain is like, all right, now you're part of the crew. And Hercules is like, I, I didn't, I, I, you, I didn't ask you to pick me up. I don't have to be a part of your crew. I guess that's true. He doesn't know he's a god and could have just, like, swam. Yeah, I guess not. He's kind of um, dumb. Anywho, one tries to choke him. This is during the fight, the sailor mm-hmm. fight, and gets tossed like a rag doll. And then there's a weird POV shot of Hercules shaking a fist at a fat guy. Who talks like Snagglepuss from the old, old Hanna-Barbera cartoons. Yeah. Yes. He's like, I'm with you, boy. Don't you forget it. Don't oh. you forget it. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't hit me. Oh. Uh, this first mate keeps giving Hercules the benefit of the doubt by saying he doesn't understand English instead of the obvious conclusion that he's a prick. Yeah, it's it's um, there's no language barrier when he starts beating up the entire crew. Yeah, yeah, that's not because he's foreign. Yeah, and um, I'm really worried about Arnold's 90-day review. I don't think he's going to do well at his first performance review. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> he's going to have some pink slips coming. It's Arnold, Arnold, you fought the crew every single day. Hercules, I guess. Hercules, you fought the crew every single day. You wouldn't wear a shirt. You barely did any work. <laughs> you kept rubbing our heads together. <laughs> yeah, what was that? <laughs> um... Hercules finally has the decency to put on a shirt, mm-hmm. fucks it up with a preppy sweater ensemble. Amazing. John, uh, Arnold is at his biggest at this point. Yes. Like, he's got forearms like thighs. Yes. And and they put him in this, like, like a longshoreman outfit with a little preppy, like, uh, sleeve, sweater sleeves over your neck tied in front of you sort of deal. Yes. The chat. And the time, and a little beanie, a beanie that's like three sizes too small. Yes. It looks like it's going to pop off of his head at any point. Arnold looks preposterous. Yes. He's, he looks, they squeezed him into this. Yeah, it's insane. Every He's squeezed into all of his 35 sweaters that he wears throughout the course of this movie. He's squeezed into all of them. Yes. <laughs> um, so Hercules fights guys with a wooden plank. While Polish dance music plays. I said it's Polish dance music, but I think you're right on with the Greek. I think it's a little more Greek dance music. Yeah. Did we miss the part where he just left the ship? That's why he's fighting the guys. Yeah. The the ship docks and he's just like, all right, bye. And then some guy, some guy's trying to stop him. He's like, you need to get your carcass back below. And he's like, you get yours. He just picks him up and throws him. Yeah. That was where he tossed that guy like a rag doll. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, the guy's like, 20 bucks for whoever stops him. And then six hobos, but, like, nicely dressed ho- Like, they had them, like, around a barrel fire, but none of them are, like, particularly hobo-like. Dude, I don't understand what's going on in this dock. Because there's that, and then there's also our first introduction to our second main character this movie, uh, which is who I call Woody Allen at this point, because we don't know his name. Um, but he's selling pretzels. Yeah. On the dock. (laughs) Yeah, to the hobos. (laughs) To the homeless. The well-dressed homeless people. Um, So he's watching from sidelines. He's doing his overreactions. That's his deal. So this is his first overreaction scene. And I read an interview with the director that was in Huffington Post in 2014. And Mm -hmm. he's like, basically, whenever we thought a shot was going to cost too much to do... (laughs) We just switch to him. Yeah, just like making astonished faces or switch to Zeus looking at it in the ball. Right, and explaining it. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, yeah, it switches to uh, Pretzi just making just, like, astonishment faces. Uh, and that whenever that happens, it's because it would have cost too much for them to do. Yes, yes. Um, but we don't we don't know his name's Pretzi yet. When we find out his name's Pretzi, I have a theory on why that is. Uh, so men break a table over Hercules' chest. Uh, no one's actually trying here to take no. out Hercules. No, this uh, this everything about this fight felt like they were like, okay, you fight him now, you fight him. They're like, do we like rehearse this? Or they're like, no, just kind of hang back till he's done with the other guy. Yeah, guys are doing kind of that like, like kind of waving back and forth they're motion. Doing, they're doing it's, a fighting game select screen move. Yes. Where they're just kind of just moving their arms back and forth and they're just kind of turning their torso a little bit. Or you know how when you play Turtles in Time and you'd engage one of the uh, ninjas. One of them would just kind of stand there. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of that. Yeah, it was just kind of waiting for him. It they didn't, they could not have rehearsed this. They couldn't have tried less, really. Yeah. Uh, Woody Allen sells pretzels, escapes mm-hmm. with Hercules. Mm-hmm. Hercules fucks with a forklift driver for no apparent reason. And he goes, "Nice chariot," and just yeah. stops. He just stops stops it it with his hand. And the guy, they show the guy just like flooring it. And he's like, (laughs) and he walks off for no reason. It cuts the commercial there in the, in the voodoo one. So I was like, what is the resolution? I was like, did I, did I miss something? He just, it's just over. It's done. There are a lot of times this movie was like, did I miss something here? Is this just happening? (laughs) This is just what's happening. Uh, Woody Allen waves down a cab, shoves the entire pretzel basket into the back seat. And tells the cabbie to step on it, which is obnoxious. <laughs> he puts yeah. a pretzel basket in the back seat, with, like stray salt, I'm sure. And That's crumbs. like, come on, man, put it in the trunk. Put it in the trunk. Uh, Hercules and Woody Allen are like Abbott and Costello. If one was an obnoxious Jew and the other was a roided out mongoloid with a hamster in his throat. So exactly like Abbott and Costello. Correct. <laughs> I don't think either one of them is Jewish, actually. Although one of them had to be. One of them had to be Jewish. Uh, Woody Allen is ripping on his friend Apollo's appearance, fails to realize he looks like Eleanor Roosevelt himself. Yeah, this is a really... So there's a theme in this movie where uh, people are named things that are also Greek names, and Hercules is very stupid about it. Yeah, that's an ongoing gag. Yeah, um, because Pretzi knew a guy named Apollo, who Hercules hates because he thinks he's great at, you know really into himself and, and uh pretzi was just like he looks like garbage and he said like a big wart on his nose or something like yeah. that and, he he describes him as a real monster yeah but pretzi's so stupid he c- couldn't be like he thinks there's like one apollo in all of greece like he's never like yeah. maybe we're talking about different apollos yeah he never does that he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like oh really you think he's attractive he's a ghoul that's and weird uh, well, he did he get a wife or <laughs> he's like checking up on him? Yeah, amazing. Uh, yeah. So Woody Allen tells Hercules to eat, eat, you're all skin and bones. <laughs> That's a Jew joke. Uh, so Gibson is Jewish, everybody, just so you I'm know. Jewish. So he can say these things. I cannot. I'm That's not true. Allowed. You can only wait for me to cue you to laughter. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, oh, oh, Woody Allen tells Hercules in a Jewish mother accent. That was the key to that joke. Yeah. Um, okay. Gives him some pretzels, then tells Hercules to pay the cabbie the $2 fare. 
Okay, Jeff, enough is enough. <laughs> if I got to see one more blatant Jewish stereotype, then I am really going to start liking this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, you missed the part where Pretzi is essentially just like, the money like he's the middleman for these pretzels too he doesn't create any value in these pretzels he buys them from a bakery and then he takes them to the shore oh okay so he doesn't own the pretzels at all no he's just the middle he's just a you know a currency exchanger but one of the currencies is pretzels just thought <laughs> i show another stereotype on there for you dollars to pretzels dollars um, to pretzels yeah interesting business plan yeah uh, so just buy pretzels and take them to another place. <laughs> That's his whole business plan. <laughs> well, it, it explains why he's able to dump it so easily to just hang out with Hercules for a month. It's also he has no way to get back unless he sells these pretzels because he doesn't have any money. He spent it all on pretzels. So if he doesn't sell the pretzels, he's stuck out at the pier because he does Her, He needs Hercules to pay the cabbie, which means he doesn't have any money. Oh my god, you're right. So he just like bums rides off of people? His whole business plan is spending all of his money every day on pretzels <laughs> and a ride out to the pier. And hoping he makes enough money at the pier to come back. What if somebody tries to buy a pretzel with a 20? He doesn't have any change? Dude, that's insane. <laughs> I didn't even think about this. What is he doing? <laughs> He's got his, he needs to get his life in order. He's got no oh, real plan. God, his teeth are horrendous too. <laughs> as an as an aside, as an aside, uh, Hercules thinks bucks and dough are referring to deer, and I'm already bored with this gag. You Where, gotta say, you gotta say it like him. Dough, bucks. What is the the zoological talk of male and female animals? Yeah, this is the whole goddamn movie, babe. This is his whole character. <laughs> This like, is his whole character. Understand what's going on, and I guess some people like that. Yeah, th this is his whole character. Is an actor will be like, "Do you like the color red?" And he's like, "How do you read a color?" And it's like, "Shut <laughs> up, Hercules." <laughs> yeah. That's his whole. What character. about the color blue? Blue what? Yeah. <laughs> um. By the way, they did the thing that I hate they do in movies where they're like do you have $2? And he's like, what are dollars? And then they go into increasingly insane slang terms for yes. money. Bucks, bread, shekels. Is that what shekels. that's your Is that That's a that sign. <laughs> uh, long green, drachmas. And then he understands when he gets to drachmas. Right. Yeah, what are drachmas, by the way? It's Greek dollars, which how does Pretzi oh, know that Greek that's do what a Greek dollar is? I, I don't know. He I barely know that a drachma is a Greek dollar, and I took probably six or seven classes on ancient Greece and ancient Rome in college, yeah, <laughs> and I barely I'm, remember that. I'm turning 35 in December, and I had no idea. <laughs> like, I had no idea what that was. Uh, no one has any money, so a lot of talking ensues, followed by the cabbie being thrown into the bushes. Yes, and this is where he says, uh, <clears throat> I've been who? Because he says you've been immortalized. And the cabbie's oh. like, I, I've been who? Right. Uh, then Hercules flips his cab, and they escape into Central Park. For some reason, I, I can't figure out why Hercules is all of a sudden afraid. He's super scared. He keeps, like, looking back. Like, there's the cabbie's not chasing him. Well, and they who got, cares if he was? <laughs> he just throw him into the he bushes. He just throw yeah. him into the bushes. That's right. Um, um, 
So, um, real quick, flipping the yes. car, he yes. actually, fl- they gutted a car and he flipped it. No shit. That's just practical. Took out the seats and stuff? Took out the seats, the engine, transmission, the exhaust. They, he actually flipped it. And the reason that they cut to Pretzi was because it got to a certain point. You could see there's nothing on the underside. Uh, so, they cut, okay. so, yeah, they, um, they, they, he actually flipped a car. That's a practical effect. Which I was wondering where the 300 grand went, and that's got to be part of it. Just that car. <laughs> Just that car, yeah. Um, so they come across a college Olympic team where the girlfriend of one of the players is bragging about the team to her dad. Mm-hmm. Hercules wants to show off his discus skills. Everyone is warning Hercules not to throw the discus. And that eats up about five minutes here. Uh, the coach says... Put that discus down. You have no business here. Hercules says, those men do not throw it far enough. This, uh, how would you feel if you, I, I, at first I was like, why are they so aggressive to Hercules? And then when you said it right there, it's like the first thing he said, he's like, these, your whole team's a bunch of chumps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally and, unprovoked. Unprovoked. Yeah. Not like I can throw the discus pretty well. Do you want to see it? Like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Hercules throws this discus at a telephone pole, which apparently press impresses everyone. Although there's no reference to where the telephone pole is, so we don't really know how far he threw it. Yeah, see, my thought is is that originally was going to be, like, the left field pole, because they're on a baseball diamond. Yeah. So I thought maybe it was supposed to be the left field pole, but it's too thick for that. Yeah. So, like, yeah. maybe if they had it hit it, and then, like, okay, if he was sta- – they should they- – they tried to hide that it was a baseball diamond so much it messed up all sense of how far he was throwing things, except apparently it was far. Right. I couldn't so, understand it. Yeah, so if he had like been standing like at home plate and it hit the foul pole, like they hit they could still have the same shot, they just pan up and show that it's the foul pole. Perfect. Right. Then you're like, oh man, he threw this thing really far. I don't know if that's far for a discus. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> um so this movie is nothing without Woody Allen overreactions. That is the key. Okay, the world record is 74 meters, which is six miles. I don't know how far that is. No, I'm six just kidding. Miles. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> 74 meters, so like a football field almost. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, next is the javelin throw, where Arnold must remove his shirt, shake his titties prior to throwing. Well, some bongo, well, some bongos go on the soundtrack. Did you oh, catch that? When he flexed them, it was like blum 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 blum. Oh yeah, yeah. They do a lot of that, like yeah. Um, some idiot. Oh no 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 wait wait wait. Woody Allen is swooning at this point. Yeah, Lude, Will, Pretzi is very into this in yes. a weird way. Yes. Uh, some idiot takes a bet against Hercules after seeing him nearly impale a jet plane with his javelin throw. Uh, coach sprays his halitosis in Hercules' face, hoping to psych him out. He still jumps farther than the college kid. See, this is what I don't get. The coach is like, you're the greatest player I've ever seen. And he's like, you need to get the hell out of here. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, not like, can you teach my team something? Like, do you want to join my team? It's just like, you need to leave. Like, imagine, imagine, like, a junior high basketball coach being met with a kid that's in junior high who can dunk, and is like, you gotta go, buddy. You gotta get out of here. Well, it's interesting, because I think, 
because Olympics, it, it relies on everybody performing well. Um, I think he doesn't want the rest of the team to be emotionally scarred by, by like these insane throws and stuff. But I mean, come on, man. He's got to hurt his. This is this is like them trading for Nick Foles and not signing Teddy Bridgewater because they didn't want to hurt Mitch Trubisky's feelings. That's true. It's like, come on, man. You got a much better. You got a much better. A much better person here. Just bump whatever this jerk is that sucks. Uh, Rod or whatever. Oh, I like Rod. Rod sucks. All right, we'll we'll debate that. Uh, the way the cut, the way that this is cut makes me think Arnold can't even jump a foot off the ground. No. Yeah, because he's got to do a long jump. Yeah. Because, well, but they cut it, like, before he ever gets off the ground. He, like, yeah. runs, and then they cut before he ever gets off the ground. So I'm like, And then, and then they just, just show his heels hitting the grass in front of the camera. I imagine him jumping, like, three inches. Well, <laughs> like, dude, that's the thing when you're as big as, like, Arnold is. Like, you can't jump. You can't even really run. Right. Because to lift that much, you got to have a, an excess. So you don't do a lot of cardio. And it's, like, really hard to run. Like, yeah, his muscles are, like, getting in the way of his knees. Yeah. And you could – I mean, you could see how hard it is to to be this big when he was, like, trying to towel off. And he was just, like – like, he was, like, touching his head with his fingertips because that's the most he could do. Like, right. people this big, they can lift a lot, but they're useless. Useless for basic things. Yeah. <laughs> um jeff here's another two jewish stereotypes woody allen is slobbering over money and he's acting nervous around wealthy goyim <laughs> well he also wants to, to like, he really wanted to smoke some weed with them or thought Apparently. they wanted to smoke weed with him yes because woody allen gets asked to have tea with the rich guy and his daughter thinks they're talking about drugs um or swinging maybe they're gonna swing yeah, talking a little bit of swing there. Uh, honestly, I don't even have a joke here because I don't understand what he's talking about. Like, like he's like, do you have tea? And he's like, you mean, I forget what he says. He didn't say like, X. He, he didn't say H or special K. Like, Yeah, it's just, well, he just said some tea. Just be tea. like a normal person and be like, oh, tea? Like, what is tea, tea? There's in the drug world? He thinks it's like weed tea or like mushroom tea. Oh, I see. Yeah. Look at you. <laughs> but it's it's like, you know, the question of, have you heard the joke? It's like, do you know how to find out if somebody's a stoner? Oh, no, wait, no. I haven't heard it. I'll let you finish. Okay. Oh, they say, you say, you say, um, you know, how do you find out somebody's a stoner? You ask them, do you smoke? And they say, smoke what? <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, so the reason I know that he doesn't think it's weed tea is because he says, oh, you mean the drinking kind? Yeah, he thinks it's weed. He thinks it's weed. Joe, I'm, I've never I'm, heard that before. Joe, I'm sorry this movie doesn't make sense. <laughs> it does not make any sense. And I smoked for a long time, so this doesn't make sense. I'm sorry uh, this doesn't make sense, Joe. I've had it with this movie. That's it. I quit. Uh, anyway. Hercules and Woody Allen show up at the rich professor's house and Woody Allen is all class scratches his back with an antler on the mantle place. Real uh, classy vibes there from Pretzi. Just pick up stuff on the mat. Like clearly not for scratching. And even if it is for scratching, that's not yours. You handle that shit at home before yeah. you show up. You scratch pick up, scratches. Even if there's a back scratcher sitting there, don't use somebody else's back scratcher without asking first. That's weird. 
even if he had used the fire poker, which like, you know, makes more sense. It's grotesque. It's weird. It's like yeah. he he's like, oh, nail clippers. And he just starts clipping his nails in the middle of this guy's living room. <laughs> Fucking pretzy. Uh, rich girl's name is Helen. We find that out. Mm-hmm. Joe, uh, where does where does Hercules get this suit? Hercules <laughs> cannot get a suit off the rack. And this is like that night. And they only have the money that they won from uh, from Hercules throwing a, a javelin really far and jumping really far. Where does this suit come from? Pretzi Which doesn't 20 have bucks. it. Yeah, Pretzi doesn't have it. Right. Pretzi made $20. <laughs> and even Maybe if there's it, credit involved. Right. Maybe, but how would how would a guy who just came off a boat from Greece get any sort of credit? I'm thinking it's Pretzi's credit, although oh. Pretzi doesn't look like he has much credit left. <laughs> Especially when you see Pretzi's apartment at the end. That is bleak. Sad. <laughs> Very <laughs> sad. Uh, so Woody Allen. Oh, no, no, wait. The rich girl's name's Helen. Uh, Arnold is ogling this girl like she's the maid. <laughs> That's a good joke. Got I'll check that off. Uh, Woody Allen is being a nebishly cockblock. Woody Allen says, Dame. Uh, this was made in the 70s. Reminder. Uh, Arnold doesn't understand him, which must be the only time in Arnold's life where that's worked the other way around. Where they don't, he doesn't understand them. Yeah. But Joe, it's a simple misunderstanding. He's meets... Helen's boyfriend, and he goes, "Is he your lover?" <laughs> Which is just a great, just like the, get right yes. to the point. I, I talked. Helen's boyfriend arrives. Hercules asks if they're banging. Boyfriend gets pissed. Boyfriend looks like Judd Nelson, which is ironic, <laughs> based off his name. Uh, you can tell we're supposed to not like this guy, but he seems like a solid dude. What do you think? Well, he's I mean, fine. You know, I, now that I think about it, so the first time we hear about him, uh, Mr. Camden and Helen are saying how he's brains and brawn, about yes. how he's the total package. And then he comes and he's nice, and then Hercules kind of, like, I think he gets, I think we're supposed to be not like him because he flips out when he um, asks Rod if he's his lover. Uh-huh. Well, think about, like, think about comedies, romantic comedies. He's the other guy. Usually yeah. the other guy is a complete prick. Yeah. This guy's just like... He's he's Craig Kilborn. (laughs) Yes. Except Arnold is the one asking if they're banging right away. Which is obnoxious. He asked. I mean, come on. He did ask. What more do you want? And this is a great uh, Arnold's bad at improv. He tells him to to watch his words. And Arnold says, I can hear my words, not watch them. Right. Yeah. Wonderful improv. Classes, classic Hercules. You, Amy Poehler, Matt Besser, <laughs> Matt Walsh. Just classics of the improv scene. That's right. Uh, so the boyfriend punches Hercules uh, in the stomach, shatters his own hand. Mm-hmm. Hercules says, I am Hercules. Boyfriend says, so you're Hercules. I'm Rod Nelson. Now what? No, Judd Nelson. <laughs> you got your name wrong, dude. Uh, Hercules lifts Rod in the air and just kind of waves him around. Yeah, he just holds him. He just kind of holds him while he does, like, a little baby kick and kick and punch. Yeah, he, like, swings his little kicking legs back and forth. He, he's a lot like when King Kong grabs the woman. And he's just yes. kind of, like, shaking his legs and arms and just, like... He might as well call him a brute. 
Yes. Um, Zeus complains about Hercules, uh, Hercules' lack of tact while watching him, as if he's not the one that sent him there. Yeah, dude, you freaked out and sent your son, who has no idea how to be on Earth, down to Earth. And this, what do you expect? Yeah, yeah, it was his idea. Um, Helen complains about Hercules after she agrees to go out with him. Very strange. Very, 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 very strange. And uh, we also get Pretzi stealing a book. Yes, he steals that Hercules book, or yeah. that Greek mythology book. Yeah, which, I, <clears throat> has Pretzi never heard of Hercules before? He's like, wait a second, Hercules? From Greece? He's trying wait to impress this professor, and he's used his antler as a back scratcher and stolen a book. He's off to a bad start. Yeah, and he doesn't think that Hercules is Hercules. Because remember when he finds out, he thinks that he drank too much. This right. whole movie exists in this plane where it's like, I don't know if the actors, if the characters know if Hercules is Hercules or if he's not Hercules, and they act like both are true at the same time. I'm and Hercules say, does too. Yes. Yeah, it goes back and forth. But then he, at some point, he like stabilizes and starts calling him Hercules Zeus. Well, because he says Zeus is his last name. That's what he says his right. last name is. Yeah. Um. Oh, okay. Now we're at the zoo. And <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> jump cut. Zoo. I was so confused. Guard is watching these animals while they sleep in their cages at night. Then back to Hercules and Helen, they're taking a chariot on their date. Uh. Oh, God, No. Bears have learned to pick locks. We're doomed. Yeah. How did this bear get out? It's the lock he is not the lock. smashed. Yeah, the lock is not smashed. It's just open and gently placed on the ground. Right. <laughs> it's it's a horrifying reality. Then we see a man in a bear suit running through Central Park like a gorilla. <laughs> oh God. This scene was not in some versions of this film. The bear stuff. It just wasn't in there. Jeff, this movie is borderline unwatchable without the scene. Without the bear stuff. I was literally going to text you and be like, Joe, maybe we call an audible and watch a different movie. And then the bear scene hit, and I was like, nope, we're sticking with this movie. I noticed that, because you had said, like, uh, Joe, um, yeah, it, it made it sound like you were like, do you, you want to switch up movies? And I was like, oh, no, is it terrible? They're like, no, it's amazing. I was like, that changed fast. <laughs> yeah. Because it's um, just like Hercules just misunderstanding things, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, bear, bear. baby, <laughs> we CGI got a bear. bear, guy in a bear suit, computer graphics. <laughs> I never realized how boring first date talk is until I watched it accurately portrayed in this movie. Here are the list of questions that she asks Hercules: this is, uh, the the best betrayal of a first date I've ever seen in a movie. No one knows what to say. It's all questions and quick answers. No one wants to talk. Uh, here's a list of these questions. What's it like back? Uh, what's it like back there where you come from? You have any brothers and sisters? What does your father do? What business is he in? And the best one of all, do you have a girl back home? <laughs> Hercules responds, well, you know how it is. That's a great line. You have a girl back home. And she says, no, I don't, <laughs> which is a great counter response. Um, cops are alerted to super intelligent lock picking bear. Uh, the bear is standing on his hind legs. Joe, oh, how I'm did sorry. you describe his disposition? <laughs> surly? This, I don't this know. Bear, yes, they called the bear surly. surly. <laughs> yeah, they called the bear surly. 
That's great. Which, I mean, I guess it's kind of like a given with a bear. Unless it's like Winnie yes. the Pooh. It's like all bears are surly. But it was just so funny to hear a surly bear. Yeah, I mean, if it's not tranquilized, it's probably surly. Exactly, yeah. It's either surly or sleepy. Those are yes. the two parts of being a bear. Yes. Uh, so this bear is standing on his hind legs, and he's holding a leaf. <laughs> he's looking and looking every bit the probably 5'10"-ish that this guy in this suit is. Correct. Yeah, you can see kind of like the sides. Are, it's so interesting to have him stand up, because you can see the sides of the suit are coming off, like kind yeah. of flapping there. It's not great. Uh, so the cops... Ba, ba, ba. Oh, the bear descends on the chariot, and Hercules wrestles him while Helen screams. So this screams, bear... beat him up. Yeah. She screams, beat him up to the to her date fighting a bear. Yeah, yeah, she says, beat him up, beat him! It's like, what? Like, this is the Jersey Shore? You don't know this guy's a god? <laughs> Get him, Herky! It doesn't matter how big he is. Like, he can't fight off razor-sharp claws. Yeah, it's a bear. It's a fucking bear. Uh, this bear fight looks like it was shot by a man being attacked by a separate bear off screen. It's very, uh, very shaky. Hard to tell what, what, what really is going on here. Yeah. Also, it's super dark. As you said before, my theory here is they don't want us to notice it's a man in a bear suit. <laughs> Which bad news, guys? We noticed it's a man in a bear suit. Like I thought it was a, I thought it was a real bear for about half the fight, and then I was like, Did wait ya? a second, yeah, I was like, wait a second, how could Arnold fight a bear? Right. Uh, did this, did this broad just come watching a bear attack? She's a keeper. And then she like passed out. Yes. She's like, oh no, and then she's done. She's spent. And it's and the way she does it. It's not like she like faints. She like goes to sleep. Like she's just like ah, closes her eyes and lays down. She doesn't like right. faint. Right. Um, Arnold is wailing on this bear to the point where he has to be pulled off by the police. Yeah, they're like, bro, 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 bro. You he's had enough. Go. Yeah, bro, he's had enough. Let him breathe. Let him breathe. Let him breathe. He's like pounding his face into the fucking pavement. It's like Sin City. It is. Him until he hits the ground. Yeah, yeah. Um, so does he, he kill this bear? I think he kills the bear. <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets a fucking headline for it. Yeah. Like man, man kills bear in Central Park. <laughs> Which this newspaper looked. I actually did research on this newspaper because it looked really familiar to me. Okay. This is they, this is just like a standard newspaper that they used all the time. They just changed the headlines. Oh, really? For, like, and a bunch it, of movies? Yeah, and the where I saw it was on Mystery Science Theater 3000, Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I remember seeing the Panic in New York and Menagerie Breaks Loose headline, and I was like, where have I seen that before? Oh, they use the same, like, sub-stories. The same sub-stories, and the other one is Planarians Give New Clues in Early Migration, which a planarian is a, uh, like, a, uh, like a tapeworm. I looked that up, too. Okay. So this is just like, a, it's a standard newspaper, but I was like, oh, I was like, this looks so familiar. But yeah, Santa Claus Conquers the Martians, which was on. Hell Mr. of a Spot, spot by the way, Jeff. Uh, That's well, I just like this, the big bucks for. I was just like, this paper looks familiar. And then I was Googling planarians give new clues to early migration. And I east my way there. Connected the dots. Yep. 
so Woody Allen is moving up in the world. He's gone from looking like a struggling pretzel salesman to looking like a struggling accountant. Yep. He's, you know, moving on up. Got the he's, vest. He's, he's going to ride Herc all the way to the middle. He's got the, that's right. Uh, Woody Allen gets Hercules into the wrestling circuit. Time out. Who voluntarily gets in the ring with a man who is known for killing a bear with his bear, with his, no pun intended, but with his bare hands. Yeah. I'm like, uh, maybe this isn't for me. Well, Mondo or Monstro or whatever shows Monstro up later. Monstro the Magnificent. Seems like he could kind of hang, uh, but we'll get to him later. Uh, we get a wrestling montage, right? With all those yes. headlines flashing on the screen. Montage. 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 Al Capone strong arms Woody Allen into selling him Hercules. Uh, yeah. He says, look, that boy of yours is a comer. Maybe this isn't about wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Joe, how is this contract in any way binding? Uh, good point. It's, it's just, not. It's not. There's no con. There's no contract for Pretzi to sign over, but they still make him sign a contract. I guess is it a non-compete? But well, then Pretzi stays as manager. What is this contract he signs? Okay, there's no way. <laughs> Hercules would have to be involved, presumably, since this is no longer a point where you can own people. <laughs> yes, I was thinking Hercules has to be involved, or we miss the scene where Pretzi gets Hercules' power of attorney. <laughs> That's a good point, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe he just, like, quickly brings him to a psych institute and, like, hey, why don't you tell him about how you know all those Greek gods back at home? And he's like, yeah, he's, yes, well. Uh... <laughs> my father is Zeus. Venus is annoying. Did you just see the stamp come down on the floor? It just says nuts. <laughs> Certified nuts. Right. Um, so Woody Allen signs the papers begrudgingly. Uh-huh. Uh, Woody Allen finds a book detailing Hercules' history of godliness, his rival with his stepmom, and his history of infanticide. Yeah. Uh, a lot to read about your buddy. I just want to say really quick, uh, mobsters named Fat Lips and Nitro. Just fun mobster names. Are those the henchmen or is that? Those, those are the henchmen or Fat Lips because he's like Fat Lips and Nitro here will work oh, you over. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. What's so, his name? I don't know. Al Capone. I didn't Let's look it call up. Let's Al Capone. He, he's obviously an Al Capone ripoff. Yeah. Which uh, which we ch- we touched on it in the pre-action, but we kind of let it go in this one. This takes place in seven different decades at once. Yes. Every de- every character is from a different decade. Correct. Very correct. Um, so Zeus summons Nemesis. We're back mm-hmm. at Mount Olympus to punish Hercules for wrestling. Mercury pleads with Zeus to allow him to persuade Hercules instead of sending Nemesis. Real Housewives of Olympus is boring as shit. <laughs> a lot of arguing. This is where I'm like, what does Zeus want out of Hercules? He punished Hercules by sending him to Earth. Hercules yeah. has no skills, no knowledge. He doesn't know anything right. except how to use a camera. Weirdly enough, we'll get to that. I, I think <laughs> they took like 20 takes personally. But we'll see. But and he's like Hercules is this big strong man and he's just like making money how to survive any way he knows. And he's like Hercules is making a mockery of me. It's like, dude, nobody knows you're involved. Nobody thinks you're real, Zeus. How can he make a mockery of you? 
And he and just gets is, so mad. How is wrestling making a mockery of him? Yeah, Hercules is the strong man. He's a demigod. He's the strong man. He's the bridge between humans and gods. He's becoming a global hero. Yeah, everybody loves him. Like, if this was made in the 90s, there would be a scene where he, like, goes to a toy store and there's, like, Hercules toys. Right. And he's, like... Yeah. Yeah, instead of the movie, the play thing, which we'll get to that in a second. But, um... Uh... Yeah, it's just like he's a phenomenon, and and Zeus is like he's making a mockery of me. Like, like maybe chill, chill out, out, Zeus. Yeah, chill, chill out, out, Zeus. Uh, Zeus says we do not punish in hate, only in sorrow, or annoyance, or boredom. Yeah. A little bit of all of that. Uh, Hercules is confused by play about him. Here we go. Uh, takes off his shirt in frustration. Helen tries to get Hercules to put his shirt back on like a frustrated mother in a convenience store. Couple problems with this scene. This is the part where it's like, she's like, no, it's it's supposed to look like the actor because he said it doesn't look like me. That's where she's got to go. Wait, do you think you're Hercules Hercules? That's where she's right. going to be like, wait a second. You're not just, do you think you're Hercules? Well, she says later, he's got the oddest sense of humor. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. There's also Joe, Oedipus Rex, Lysistrata, Antigone, Orestia. These are all Greek plays. Yes. They had plays in ancient Greece. Right. Dionysus is the Greek god of plays. Hercules right. should know about plays. He's like flipping out because he's like, what is this impasta? Well, he knows about plays. He just doesn't know about like advertisements. I guess not. Because he's like, this, who is this imposter? Like, he calls him an imposter. It's like, dude, you know, you know what plays are. Right. You're, you're familiar with the concept of plays. Correct. But he's completely freaked out by it. He is. He's, he's like, completely spazzing. Uh, we get it. Hercules knows all the gods. Enough already. It's done. We understand. Atlas. Poor likeness. They see a statue of it. Atlas holding up, a, holding up the globe, which is the same type of statue like there there must be dozens of copies of the statue because it was the same statue that was at the gym that my dad went to growing up that was okay. at fulton and cottage on the corner one block down from the chipotle at how about arden okay idea i saw this every day like not every day but i saw it a lot when i was a kid and i was and so it's burned into my memory the same exact atlas statue nice uh hercules is the ultimate name dropper Loves to drop them. Loves to drop those gods' names. Uh, Hercules shows off skills using a camera. Over under four and a half takes before he held the camera right. Uh, over. Also, I agree. Hercules wearing a different sweater than in the last scene. So this is a second date, at least. Yes, but before we jump to that, let me get this joke out. The toggles, <laughs> they do nothing. Ah, uh, there you go. Little camera humor. He says uh, smell, by the way. And when he says he, smile, it sounds like smell. Smell. <laughs> it's the best take they had, Jeff. Uh, either Hercules thinks vending machine food is classy, or this is the ultimate cheap date mind game. <laughs> wow, look at this great food for only That's what I, pennies. Dude, you wrote my line here. Uh, hey, look at all this great food you can just get uh, for pocket change. This is a pretty great date, huh? 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 Which, I, what does he say? He's like, whoever runs this must be, like, very generous or something. 
Yeah, like, like dude, a humanitarian. It's a plastic wrapped, which he doesn't have a concept of what plastic wrap is, but it's a plastic wrapped like sandwich and a cup of coffee, which it's weird because it's like a plastic wrapped sandwich, but then the coffee's in like a, has like a little saucer. It's in yes. like fancy China. Like, what is this place? It's bizarre. Um, Hercules nearly okay. But then they end up outside. They're mm-hmm. going for a walk, and Hercules nearly trips into a pond. Producers keep it because it's the best take they had, and they were losing light. <laughs> yes, they were losing light in that shot. You could tell they were like, "That's that's that's gonna be what it is." That's the you one. Know, he also flexes for some scamps as they walk through the park. Yeah, they grab him and then they tussle I, off. And then I had a thought that I need to put into your head, Joe. At this point, okay. I was like, "God, Arnold loves sweaters." Yes. And then I need you to imagine Arnold Schwarzenegger looking like this, trying to just put on a coat. <laughs> it would be impossible for him to put on a coat. That's why he wears so many sweaters. That's true. They stretch. That's very, very true. It would be very much like Fat Man in a little coat situation, no matter how big thinking. of a coat, coat he got, because he doesn't have the mobility and the flexibility. He would just... Uh, uh. So, yeah, I just wanted to put that in your mind of think of this Arnold this big trying to put on a coat. That's why he needs a lackey at all times. That's yeah. He dresses him. Uh, Mercury shows up, takes a helicopter into Manhattan like a big shot. But also he snuck onto the helicopter. because You can see the guy who's like looking at like like the, the manifest. Yeah. He's like, wait a minute. I only had two people in there. This is where I get really confused because we find out how to get off of Mount Olympus is magic. Okay. But Mercury's not going to mess around with magic. He's going to take a, he's going to take a helicopter, but then he magics back. Well, he must've magicked into the helicopter while it was in midair. Why? He can fly. We found out later he can fly. This is insane. (laughs) He just wants to look at the big shot. That's what I'm saying. I think he was like, Hey, I got a buddy. We'll let you borrow a helicopter for a shot. And they're like, well, we got to figure out how to use this. We got to use it. Um, but only one shot. You won't. I won't be able to leave in it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Hercules refuses to come home, but Mercury reminds him about Zeus's thunderbolt throwing skills. Also tells him about Nemesis. Mm-hmm. Hercules storms off to take a shower. Mercury follows him. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Half brother, kind of weird. Kind of weird. And and I forgot to say it before, but Nemesis has a very uh, proto-Hela from uh, Thor Ragnarok vibe about her. Like, not quite as uh, as uh, well done. Like a, a middle school version of Hela. She has that... Uh, yeah, not as arrogant, I would say. Yeah. It's very ominous. Yeah. Uh, I'm not following Mercury's logic here. Something about Hercules can only be Hercules or something. Yeah, it's really weird. I don't understand... They're trying to get him. They're trying to stop Hercules from being punished, but his punishment is apparently very light. When we find out what it's going to be. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not. But they're they're acting like it's going to be the worst thing in the world. But and (laughs) then they make it sound like a week in Vegas. Yeah, (laughs) like they're like, oh, he's going to just go party down there because they're going to send they're going to send him to Greek hell. They're going to send him to Hades, and he's like, oh, he's just going to party down there. It's like half of them think he's going to vegas half of them think he's going to alcatraz right it's very weird uh so mercury says venus will be distressed to know you are defying your father hercules says i am not defying him i just want to stay here for a while hercules is not very bright no he's a dumb man in this movie hercules is very stupid because that is exactly what defying means yeah 
He's like, I'm not defying him. I'm just specifically doing exactly what he asked me not to do. But I'm not defying him. You show me in the dictionary. Where <laughs> uh, Mercury leaves through the window. Woody Allen is amazed. Uh, stutters, passes out, and Hercules tucks him in for the night. Yeah, because he's drunk as a skunk. He's carrying around a bottle of uh, Johnny Walker Red. And he, yeah, he just like passes out on the couch. But Hercules was like, hey. Tell Venus I said, what's up? Before That's Mercury right. left. <laughs> hey, can you pass along a message, bro? Tell her I said, uh, what you doing? What so, you up to? <laughs> he says, you up? <laughs> right. Uh, wait, why is Judd Nelson still in the picture? His girlfriend's been running around town with Hitlercules. Hitlercules. <laughs> but I just want to point out, we did say... We just have to stop for a moment. Hercules tucked in Pretzi. It was very sweet. We kind of it ran was. past it. It was a very sweet moment. But he also kind of just moved him around like a rag doll. Because I don't yeah. think he knows his own strength. Yeah. And then he doesn't really... He doesn't give him a blanket or anything. He just kind of, like, leaves him there, turns off the lights. There's an extended shot of him, like, turning off the one light and walking around it's the couch. It's very detailed. It's <laughs> like, we get it. <laughs> We understand. Just have one light on. You don't need to turn them both off. Or fucking shell out for a room with a switch. Yeah. Uh, all the rich people think Hercules is crazy. They're not wrong. Helen likes him, and so does Judd, even though he cracked two of his ribs and is clearly trying to plow his girl. Judd Rod is very forgiving. Super forgiving. <laughs> like he broke multiple bones he's like hey you guys banging he picked him up and, and he's like you know around what? a room and he goes he goes you know what i like him too he shit all over his fucking throwing skills yeah he humiliated rod he met he's rod's met him twice and hercules has humiliated rod both times in every aspect yeah and he's like you know what i like him he's a, he's a solid dude he's a good guy um, we finally find out that Woody Allen's name is Pretzi, okay? Or at least that's what the professor calls him. Then again, he probably calls all of the help by their job titles. The maid is cleany, the driver <laughs> is drivey, the masseuse is tuggy, you know. This sound, that's very, um, uh, uh, oh God, I'm, why am I blowing his name? That's very, uh, Charlie Sheen energy to be like, hey, yeah, this is drivey, this is cleany. This is the one that blows me. We, we get it. Um, Pretzi's on the sauce again. The giggle water. And his head's all full of marbles. Taking some cockamamie, talking some cockamamie story about flyboys and applesauce. He's drunk. He's drunk. But he's also, that's 30s lingo. Right? Yeah, no, that's pretty good. I, I, I was I was enjoying the ride there with all of them. <laughs> um, Pretzi's tie has the worst continuity in the history of movies. It's on him, yeah. then it's in his hands, then it's like half, he's tying it, and then it cuts out, and it's like in front of, very much in front of him. Also, I, Pretzi doesn't know how to tie a tie. Well, it's a bow tie. It's tricky. Well, he doesn't know how to tie a tie. There, It's a character quirk, because later on in the movie, he's wearing a tie that is not tied. It's just kind of looped around. So he's like trying to tie a tie, but he can't. And I thought it was because he was flustered, but this is when he's representing Hercules at the weightlifting competition. His tie is not tied. It's just kind of flopped. Oh, okay. Around. So he's under no stress at that point. No Although the mob is still in the picture. I got kind of a Jack Lemon vibe from it. Like, maybe that's what they were going for. Like, maybe. Jack Lemon in, um, 
Uh, or he's just too worked up. Glenn to Gary, Glenn Ross. Yeah, he's just you know, like up. always on the edge. Yeah, he's too worked up to 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 do it. But um, but no, he just can't tie a tie. I was like, this seems really weird. And then they showed a close up during the the chase scene later on in this movie, and I was like, Pretzi's tie's not tied. I was like, this man just can't tie a tie. It's part right. of the character. Uh, Judd Nelson thinks Pretzi needs another drink to clear his head. Yeah. He needs to get get drunker to just he's just drunk. like just knock him out just knock him out it's fine right uh, Pretzi says that he had a couple of snorts and things are starting to make a lot of sense <laughs> I'm starting to think Pretzi has a problem I think he's got a few uh, Zeus is doing some backyard redecorating with thunderbolts he's, he's just blowing stuff up blowing stuff up in his backyard uh, Mercury pleads with Zeus to relax. But Zeus resummons Nemesis. I'll have what Juno's having. She has a little orgasm there. Nice. Uh, Juno intercepts Nemesis, tells her that instead of Zeus's hundred-year banishment to Pluto's fuck world, she <laughs> should banish Hercules to the worst place in the universe, New York City. Got him. He's got to stay there. Uh, Juno has roofies in her ring that will yeah. strip hercules of his powers making him only a nazi super soldier without godlike powers well what good is he then why does juno have a degodening power powder what why does she have this in a gaudy ring i don't understand any of it it doesn't make sense it really seems dangerous super dangerous (laughs) yeah and then juno is like and nemesis doesn't want to do it juno coerces her to use the powder, or she'll tell Zeus Nemesis's deepest, darkest secret. She was doing porn before this role. Oh, <laughs> uh, see, I said that um, Juno blackmailed Nemesis with stories of Spring Break Cancun 1964. That's good. <laughs> I like that one better. Um, <laughs> Nemesis roofies Hercules in a bar, then visits Pluto. Cerebus is pissing off the neighborhood. <laughs> Sounds like my dog just barking in the background, just like, come on. It's like, shut up. Yeah, it sounds like three of your dog. Yeah. And this scene is amazing, Joe, because they're supposed to be in hell. Okay. They're scheming in hell. But they're clearly against a grate in Central Park with just like steam and stuff. Because you can hear cars. Oh, I didn't notice that. (laughs) You can hear honking and you can hear cars driving by. So they just have this, like, red, ominous light in the background of this clearly alley. But that's amazing they couldn't, like, get the cars out of it. Yeah, the level of production is, like, uh, like that house on your street that goes all out for Halloween. Like, Mm -hmm. that's the level of production in the scene, and that's it. That's right. Uh, Nemesis tells Pluto that Hercules has been stripped of his powers. Pluto fancies himself a devious prick, but he's no murderer. I don't understand. <clears throat> is he supposed to be coded as gay? I don't get it. I don't understand with Pluto. There, I think very, so. He's very much like the old sassy gay character. Yes. Like, like he's like, oh, drats. Like when her, like, like a John Waters vibe. Yeah, real big John Waters vibe. And he says, you know, I'm a, I'm a murderer, not a punisher. And um, and he's like, hi, later on, he says, hey, you know, heights make me dizzy. It's yeah. like. He's, he's, he's a very much a bitch. He's like a like if somebody was like, all right, John, like John Waters going to like a small town in Mississippi, like you're right. like John, you gotta cool it down. 
but you know you, he can't help who he is but yes. you're like john you just gotta tone it down that's what he feels like just a crank just uh yeah. pluto visits hercules hates stairs mm-hmm. so i don't know why he chose to go to new york city uh pluto has a contract written up by all the by the collective efforts of all the lawyers of hell so you know a standard contract it's that's i mean that was clever i mean that was pretty good you know all the lawyers down there in hell i thought that was a a a good um thing but here's my question for you joe well one he says there's a sudden influx of hot loose women and lawyers that's one thing um second question who is going to greek hell in the 20th century question um are there like it's yeah it's, it's there's no it's a very limited christian stock hell by now yeah they're orthodox there's greek orthodox is a type of christianity who is going to pluto's hell in the 21st century joe great point yeah it's one of many theological questions this movie has left me with <laughs> um the other being who is feeding cerberus joe here it is. Hercules is concerned for Cerberus. Cerebus. Uh, or Cerberus? Cerberus. Cerberus. If no one's feeding him, the heads will just start trying to eat one another. <laughs> Which is logical. I mean, that just tracks. Uh, Hercules muscles Pluto out of his apartment. No stairs this time. He teleports. And he refuses to sign this contract. Joe, why does this movie have so many contracts? I don't know. <laughs> like... <laughs> This is like yeah. a, I have uh, a theory. I have a running theory that like all of the actors were just trying to get like little bumps in their pay. <laughs> just trying to like sign off part of their pay. Just like tricking them into signing contracts. Yeah, a little piece of Arnold's pie. Uh, Hercules. Oh, no, here we go. Pluto meets with Al Capone in the next scene. Under a rock. Under a rock. <laughs> And places a $20,000 bet on Hercules to lose. We also find out in this scene that Pluto has the infinite powers of PG&E. Because he can just brown out after brown out after brown out. Uh, he is actually the Greek god of Enron. There you unnecessary go. blackouts. <laughs> uh, Helen reads an article about Monstro the Magnificent, mm-hmm. a circus strongman who challenges Hercules to a weightlifting contest. Yeah, Real quick here, just for a second. Mm-hmm. He bets 20 grand on just like the next thing that Hercules does. Because we don't know about this weightlifting contest, but this is what the bet is for. So he's just like, next time Hercules does something, he's going to lose. But okay. I, five to one odds. I had assumed they known they knew about it, but they don't talk about Monstro or a weightlifting competition. No, because the next scene, it's the Camden's at home. And they're like, he is challenging Hercules. So Hercules has not accepted the challenge yet. That's so right. Pluto just bets. He just lays down a five to one bet on nothing. On the next thing he does, which could have been anything. Could have yeah. been a hot dog eating contest. Which, oh, I guess, okay, Pluto is going to have the mobsters kill Hercules. But he doesn't need him to make the giant bet. Okay, no, I got it. Hercules, okay, now I understand the plan. Pluto makes the big bet on Hercules, who's a five to one favorite, with the idea that Hercules is he's going to make the mobsters think that Hercules is, is taking a dive. So they kill Hercules. That's right. OK, now I put it together because I didn't understand what this bet. The purpose of this bet was because he was just like, ah, it's fine. You don't yeah. have to. I'll, I'll find you. Well, he he makes a little scratch, too, on the side. Yeah, I guess so. Well, but, on the but, cake. 
the 20 grand was just to like uh um be like you know put the thought in their head that hercules is throwing the match that he's in on it with him which where does pluto get 20 grand joe well i'm assuming he summons it he's got all those lawyers working for him tirelessly uh, he's got patent lawyers in there, patent troll lawyers. He's settling claims, getting for, a few uh, lawsuits, copyright infringements, yeah, yeah. Uh, personal injury attorneys, that sort of thing. You know, yeah, the, the deal. I'm sure he gets a ton of uh, lawsuits flung his way with all of the hazards of hell. Oh yeah, dude. So Al Capone, yes, Al Capone threatens Hercules, who seems to take it well. Uh, Hercules, this is where they're at the studio. They're already mm-hmm. at the studio getting ready for this big uh, weightlifting competition. Yeah. So Hercules and Monstro hold their competition on a TV show hosted by none other than Wilhelm from Seinfeld. Oh, is that who that is? Yep, that's George Costanza's old boss. Hey, how about that? Uh, they clean and jerk 500 pounds, then 750 pounds, then 1,000 pounds. Joe, but, do you know what the world record is for clean and jerk? I'm a, I'm gonna assume 400. It was uh the re- world record was got done in 2019 586 pounds. So okay. the second lift is smashes a world record, and they're just yes. like, yeah, I got this. Which they have two power lifters there on the stage. Right. Arnold and this guy, uh, Mr. World, is the guy who plays Monster of the Mer- They got to be like, hold on. Nobody has ever lifted 750 pounds. You got to, like, drop this down. This doesn't make any sense. Well, this is a standard wooden plank stage. Like, if they drop this the way they're dropping it, it's that gonna thing's go getting destroyed. It's going through the th- exactly. Yeah. Uh, Hercules struggles with a thousand, then kicks his foot like a disappointed schoolboy. Pretzi and Hercules then escape down the fire escape because they are being pursued by the mob. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zeus is confused, yells for Nemesis again. Pretzi's gone from looking like a struggling accountant to a well-to-do vacuum salesman. Who still doesn't know how to tie a tie. Correct. Untied tie. Al Capone chases Helen in a car. Mm-hmm. Hercules steals a chariot, and that's Zeus's final straw. Everyone races through Times Square, then Central Park, and this ends at the zoo. And here's some of the things that happened during this insane final scene. I, I was actually having fun with this scene because it was reminding me of watching The Fast and the Furious where I could stop taking notes for like five minutes. Me too. And like rest my hand and be like, all right, there's just cars just going all around. This doesn't. If something exciting happens, I'll note it. But it was it was nice. I was like, oh, good. Okay, I get this break again. Like, uh, it was like nice. The Fast and yeah. the Furious movies. And you know it's going to last like a solid 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, you got a good chunk there to, to relax. Uh, so the motorcycle, here's some things that happen. The motorcyclist gets run off the road, tries to fight a car, and loses. Yeah, going double speed. Yeah. It, it was a double speed motorcycle. That's how they did the stunt. Uh, are these guys even chasing each other? This editing is horrendous. It was just you like one car is driving around, then another car is driving around, then an- there's no like. They never ne- got two cars in the shot. <laughs> yeah, the closest they got is when Zeus whips the guy in the in the, the when he's in the chariot. That's right. The guy reaching out his window trying to grab Zeus or Hercules. Yes. yes uh, oh, I said Zeus. That's it. I put Zeus too. No, Hercules is whipping the gangster reaching from that car window. Yeah. And the gangster tries to leap onto the chariot, biffs super hard. 
dude, what are you thinking, man? It wasn't going to work. It was doomed from the beginning. He misses the chariot entirely. Dude, he's not Vince. He doesn't have the skills. Well, he doesn't have grappling hooks either. He's got a grappling hook into the chariot. Uh, One of the chariot wheels falls off, and Hercules can't replace it. Some god. Yeah, right? Uh, Uh, Joe, you skipped... No, I didn't. Okay. (laughs) When he stole the chariot, you skipped, hey, mister, wait for your sauerkraut, which... Oh, that plays into this next scene, which comes out of left field. (laughs) Out of nowhere. So we got a caveman, and he's looking around in a panic for his chariot, while a bellboy stressfully attempts to apply sauerkraut to his hot dog. So this is the guy whose chariot that Arnold stole. His I guess it's like a Central Park, like take a or New or Times Square, take a picture with like a Roman chariot guy. He's Uh buying a hot dog. This guy. The sauerkraut guy chases this hot dog guy for miles. Think how long this car chase is. And yeah. he's chasing him for miles. And then he gently, delicately, in a separate shot, just places sauerkraut on the They close dog. up on it. Yeah. Which <laughs> automatically, Joe, puts him in the top ten of characters so far in this in this whole, whole totally. thing. Totally. Joe, would you, would you like the top ten of characters in this entire uh, thing that we've done so far? I sure. Why not? Number 10, Michael Fassbender in 300 desperately wanting to die. Okay. <laughs> Number nine, Sergeant Buffalo Bill. Number yep. eight, the bird in After Earth. Correct. Number seven, it's a tie between Tego and Omar. Okay. Uh, number six, Asian Dragon Lady. Yes. Number five, Half Blackface. Yes. Number four, <laughs> Black Halfface. That's right. <laughs> number three, Claude from Mombasa. Claude from Mombasa, yep. Number two, Sauerkraut Guy. Okay. And the number one character Drum roll. in the first 19 movies of the Pre-Action Podcast is Noodle Lady from Noodle- Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. Lady! Wow, an upset. Yes, Sauerkraut Guy made top three, though, so good for him. Sauerkraut Very Guy was impressive. my favorite part of this movie. I was so excited. I stopped and was like, I need to make a top 10 list of uh, all the characters so far. I'm surprised the bear didn't make it. Uh, he's a, um, also, uh, you know, also honorable mention, honorable mention. Yeah. Honorable mention for guy in bear suit. Uh, yes. So nemesis is here. Oh no. Back at Mount Olympus. Nemesis is in trouble. And nemesis rats. Nemesis snitches like that. But not until after this scene. The mob waits for random mobster named Tony before surrounding building that Hercules ran into. Not going to lie, I assumed all of these guys were named Tony. They were all Tony. There was Fat Tony, Skinny Tony, Good Credit Tony, Bad Credit Tony. Tony uh, Two Shoes. <laughs> Tony One Shoe. Poor guy. <laughs> Tony One Shoe, One Sock. Uh, Tony Mustache, Hercules. Tony Beard. <laughs> Tony Goatee. <laughs> One time they all shaved, it was a nightmare. Yeah, Tony, well, I was going to say, there's also Tony Clean Shaven. Tony Clean Shaven. Uh, Hercules and the gang hide out in a newspaper warehouse. Hercules blocks the doorway with his body, then remembers there's a door there. <laughs> yeah, and this is just regular Hercules, non, like, uh, super strong Hercules, non-god Hercules, and he's able he's to pull this off. Still pretty buff. Yeah, he's just holding yeah. off, like, five guys trying to bust through him. Nemesis rats on Juno under the threat of Thunderbolt, 
Zeus will not send help. Hercules is then tackled by six men and has his head smashed against the floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, then back to Mount Olympus, Venus convinces Mercury to send Atlas and Samson to help Hercules. Atlas and Samson show up. Jeff, do they have shirts? Oh, absolutely not, Joe. They do not have shirts. Joe, is Samson a ancient Greek or Roman god? No. No. Joe, where is Samson from? The Bible. <laughs> why is Samson here? I don't know. I also don't know why he has short hair. That <laughs> seems like a mystery. he wouldn't have any powers if he had it's short hair. There are so many. He could have called Jason. He could have called uh, Aeneas. He could have called um, all kinds of different people to help him. But they stopped looking at for Greek and Roman things. And we're just like, right. yeah, Samson. Close enough. Same part of the world. Right. Um, one of them, one of these dumb coughs, gets their head stuck in a ladder. Cannot yes. tell which one. It's pretty good. One of them dumps a mobster in a vat of ink and then hulks out. Yeah, they're, like, standing on top of, like, a cherry picker thing inside the... They're in a newspaper printing thing, like we thought in the pre-action. But, and then he just sort of just, like, stands up there and, like, flexes and is like, look what I did. I'm so good. And let's be clear, he kills this man because oh, there's yeah, no way dead. out of this fat bank. <laughs> yeah, there's, he's dead. That man is dead. Yes. Which is horrifying. Horrifying to drown in a vat of ink. But anyway. And, um, and Zeus is watching them like he's watching, uh, you know, the Titans take on the Buccaneers in like week six. He's yeah, like, he's yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, and he's like cheering and stuff. Right. Uh, Venus admits to betraying Zeus. Uh so that's a quick little aside. And then they go back to Hercules fighting. Uh, but this this scene is shot weird because it keeps going back from Mount Olympus to Hercules fighting. And there's nothing really happening in either scene. In either one. Yeah. It's like, so it's, I haven't watched it. I've watched like maybe two episodes, but there's a, a trope about Dragon Ball Z where they spend like five episodes like powering up to a fight. That's what yeah. it feels like. Like, they're like, oh, they're going to fight. And then on Mount, on Mount Olympus, they're like, oh, Zeus is going to get mad. And then it cuts back, like, oh, they're going to, something's going to happen. It's like, oh, Zeus is going to get mad. It's just and like the nothing. payoff is, is very mild. <laughs> the payoff is, I don't know, does he give Hercules his powers back? And that's why he can push the newspaper rules over? Or is he yeah, just Yeah, with that, his Thunderbolt. Yeah. He does do that. that. Okay, that's what I thought. But here's the thing. They're calling him helpless as a child. Mm-hmm. This man still holds what would be the world record for clean and jerk at 750 That's pounds. Right. Although second, because Monster actually completed the thousand. Well, it was like a Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire situation where like one yeah. broke the record and the other one was like right behind it. But, you know, he's number two. Like he holds what would be a world record. He's not helpless as a child. And let's be clear. Those weights were clearly corked because, again, real weights, wooden stage. They're going right through. They're going right through the floor. Yeah. Uh, Hercules kicks over a ladder with a mobster on it in one of the most, <laughs> that was hilarious. Like the guy just it's like slow climbs motion. to the top and stops. And then a slow motion of him just kicking the ladder off. Kicking the ladder off. And this is where I said, it's a good thing that this newspaper factory also makes floor mats because the floor yes. is just like, they just like bounce off the floor. Like they're, they're doing a tumbling routine. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Hercules then kicks over the lat or no, 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 dumps the newspaper rolls onto the mobsters after Zeus gives him his power back. Yeah. And flexes. Yeah. He does like a, 
does a Hulk a little, a little bit of a Hulk out. A little bit of a Hulk, like rolls his shoulders forward. Like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, next day, Pretzi and Hercules decide to visit the Empire State Building, which Her- uh, Pretzi's never been to before. And he's a little freaking weirdo about it. I said, okay, come on. <laughs> Pretzi is looking through the viewfinder. He says, I don't see nothing. It's all very dark in there. Fire, Fire torpedoes. torpedoes. Oh, you got to put a dime in it? Forget it. And he like, oh, there's like the little kick thing as he like walks away. Jeff, enough is enough. We get it. He's Jewish. He's cheap. We understand. Oh, you got to put a dime in it? Yeah, it was. Um, And Pretzi has very much like he has to narrate everything. He has very like child energy. He, he's a bit of an autist because he just has to say everything in his head at all times. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pretzi notices a boat in the horizon, one that looks exactly like the boat Hercules arrived on. Then realizes that Hercules was his Tyler Durden. Hercules vanishes. <laughs> Pretzi was the one who shoved the giant newspaper rolls? Yeah, they have the Pretzi. whole clip and it shows Pretzi tumbling the, the... That would be amazing. Pretzi deadlifting <laughs> 750 pounds. Right. Pretzi fighting a, a full-grown bear. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, Pretzi returns to his terrible apartment. Oh, let's be clear here, because we weren't clear. Uh, Hercules repents, and Zeus takes him back up to Mount Olympus. Correct. So that's why that's why he's gone. Yes. But Pretzi sees none of it. He thinks he just vanished. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Pretzi returns to his terrible apartment and laments the loss of his strong, stupid friend. Hercules sends Pretzi one final message through the radio, that he is the son of Sam, and he must kill! <laughs> kill! Kill! <laughs> Oh, I, I bet you guys didn't know this was a prequel, did you? Right. Yeah. Uh, um, JK, it's about friendship or something. I know. I enjoyed knowing you, my little friend. But this is so weird because it is Hercules or Arnold Schwarzenegger never recorded these lines because it's the other guy's voice going through the radio. It's not Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, it's all robotic. Yeah. And it's I think it's the guy that originally dubbed him in the original version of this. They just never had Arnold record the lines. Okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's just it's it's a completely different voice. It's like that almost. Yeah. With like the distortion to it. Yeah. Uh, Pretzi remembers a fond montage of their finest moments of friendship, flipping the taxi, flexing, throwing men off the dock, fighting a bear, lifting chariot riding and knocking over newspaper containers also pretzi not there there for the bear thing (laughs) no he wasn't (laughs) (laughs) he was not involved at all he was not here for a few of these things yeah but joe can we talk about pretzi's last line in this movie yes so he's remembering what hercules oh no 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 yes joe this is fantastic i'm gonna take the lead on this because this is incredible so Pretzi has talked to Hercules through the radio and he's sitting there questioning his sanity. He's doing the like, did this actually happen? And then he's like, you know what? I'm just going to remember the words of Hercules. And these are the words he gave him. Anytime you need me, anytime you want me, just think of me and I'll be there for as long as you want me to. End of line, right? No, because then he goes, yeah, yeah, I think I, uh, I think I'll eat an apple. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what? 
that's his last line in the movie. Okay. That's a, that's a movie wrap for Pretzi, everybody. That's the end of Pretzi. Let's also be clear. He has not been to his apartment for like weeks or months. Yeah. Right? He's living in a motel. What apple is he eating? <laughs> He's eating just a rotten apple that's just sitting on his countertop. Which this is a very bleak apartment. He walks in straight into it's the sad. kitchen. Nothing on the counters. It's open shelves. Nothing on the shelves. He's got like yellowish white. Yeah, he's got a glass table, which is patio furniture. Yeah. He's got patio furniture and a radio, and that's all of that he has that we see. That's his life. Yeah, it's just a and it, poor Pretzi, that's man. What, that's what he was able to buy with all the profits from his pretzel selling. <laughs> now I understand why he didn't have two dollars to go back to Central Park. Yeah, he barely has two dollars for his apartment. Yeah, um, you've. Oh, okay. When he says, I think I'll eat an apple, I said, you've earned it, Pretzi. You've earned, <laughs> you, you've earned that apple, Pretzi. Uh, Zeus dismisses Hercules, dismisses Juno. Uh, well, they have a little discussion. Then he dismisses Hercules, Juno, hangs up his crown, and goes scaring old Jewish women on planes. Yes. So Hercules is basically like, and that's everything I saw in New York. And Juno said, that sounds so revoltingly noisy. With the background of New York City behind them. This is another scene where you could hear, hear New York City. She's like, that sounds so revoltingly noisy. I thought it was going to cut back and Zeus's throne was going to be in Central Park. Like, uh, okay. brought him down to Earth. But no, he does the, like, last episode of, like, a show that has, like, a bar or something where the character just, like, right. takes off their apron and is, like, looks at it longingly, puts it down, and is, like, I think Did it's time. A, a close, close zoom. Up. Yeah, and he's like, I think it's time. And then jump cut to him flying in the air, and he's Amish now. That's right. <laughs> he's wearing a little hat. He's wearing a little Amish hat, and he's scaring old ladies. And who's on this plane? Our who's old it? friend, old Jewish lady. Old she's Jewish flying lady. the same ah! plane. Yeah. It's still in the air. <laughs> yes. So, Joe, uh, I have very little notes for this movie. Would it surprise you to know that Arnold, quote, thoroughly regrets being in this movie? <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's the opposite of Ernie Hudson, who called Congo his, his character in Congo his favorite character he's ever played. Yeah, I, I'm not entirely convinced Arnold knew he was in a movie this whole time. No, I think he was he thought he was Hercules in New York. He's like trying to learn English while it's going on. Like, yeah. so he's like, uh, he's like, how do you what? I, what am I making? What um, I make? Which I can't say that without sounding like uh, like he's like a Ukrainian. Yeah, I, I do the Ukrainian, too. German, get, German's a hard accent. German, I start to slip into Herkimer Homolka. Yeah, I just do, like, a Nazi. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like a standard SS officer. So Arnold Schwarzenegger's actual real-life father. Yes. By the way, 100% convinced that he is a German Nazi super soldier. It's possible. When was he born? Arnold. He's uh, got to be, like, 70. Oh, uh, 1947. So it could have been a little bit uh, leftovers, a little Operation Paperclip. Maybe he was going to be born in uh, Argentina. Or yeah, he's, the, he's the penultimate of uh, German Nazi research right yeah. there at the end of the war, right before it all went to hell. He's like, we just we don't need an army. Our army's decimated. We just, we just need, need Arnold. one man. <laughs> one man, Arnold Schwarzenegger. All right. 
So I think that'll do it, Joe, for Hercules in New York. Uh, we will be back next week. Well, actually, we'll be back on Friday with our first episode of Seagal September. Um, just a reminder, we are starting with 1996's Glimmer Man. Then we're jumping to 2001's Ticker, 07's Flight of Fury, feature Bonanza Stan. And we're finishing it up with 2019's Beyond the Law, starring Steven Seagal and DMX. That's right. So, Joe, any final thoughts before we get out of here? I'm going to miss him. Gonna miss Pretzy, that is. Miss Miss Pretzy. (laughs) All right. For Joe, this is Jeff. And for Pretzy, go eat an apple. Yeah. You coop.